the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Greetings and thank you for tuning in to the Unite Inland Empire radio show. We had a couple of great segments that we've done over the recent weeks that we wanted to replay for you so that you could hear them again and enjoy uh, the messages from these two very special guests. And we want to wish you from our radio program, the Unite IE radio show, a very Merry Christmas and a very Happy New Year. Please enjoy this reprise of two very important segments we've recently aired. Welcome to another thrill-packed edition of Unite, i.e. radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. And we see every day or even every hour the need for people to fulfill the obligations of that most important political office if we're going to retain little things like freedom, the republic, the right to elect our own leaders. My name is Greg Britton with the Redlands Tea Party Patriots, and I'm joined by my co-host, Don Dix. And again, we are back uh, due to uh, the uh, coronavirus in our respective secret underground bunkers. I don't think I'm ever coming out, Greg. I think I'm staying in here for the rest of my life. Yeah, you know, the advantage is you never have to shave or shower. As you can plainly see, in my uh, attempt to grow my winter beard. Okay. Uh, last week, we had Trevor Loudon on, who um, is a contributor at uh, and a writer at Epoch Times. And he talked in part about the Chinese role in the last election. And since then, I ran across a video that was, uh, was posted by a previous guest of ours, Jennifer Zhang. And we had her back on the show, like in March of, of this year. She's also with Epoch Times and their video division, NTD, and has an amazing story about how she, when she, she was, re, grew up in the communist system, was a, thought of herself as a loyal member, and got involved in Falun Gong, which, ha, which has some very dangerous and subversive principles of truth, compassion, and forbearance. And when the Chinese Communist Party decided to crack down harshly and ruthlessly on Falun Gong in China. Uh, She was sent to a Chinese labor camp where she was forced to make consumer goods for Western or even American corporations who all profit, the Chinese Communist Party, the officials, and these supposedly woke American and Western European country companies all profit off this slave labor. And they will have a chance to dig into that more uh, she fortunately escaped the Chinese forced organ program where they kill political prisoners and sell their organs for profit because she had had hepatitis C. And what triggered this invitation, and we're so grateful that she's agreed to be on our show, is a video she posted of a Chinese official. And my best pronunciation would be Didong Shang. He's a dean and professor of economics at Remni, I think it is, University in Beijing, which sounds kind of like a combination of Harvard and Yale, where the uh, Chinese Communist Party members send their children to then go on into high-ranking positions in the Chinese Communist Party. And he just said amazing things about China, how the Chinese have been using members of our ruling class and our inner circles of power to advance their interests for more than more than 20 years. So this, was, this, this video has gotten a lot of play. It's so good and so important that YouTube has censored it. So we are just so fortunate to have, have the person who brought this video forward to um, be on our show today. Welcome to our show, Jennifer. Thank you so much for having me. How did you, get, well, how, how did you first come across this video? I first uh, came across a link to a Chinese 
think, social platform called Weibo. And I saw a very short clip, maybe let's say seven minutes of this guy boasting about how the CCP had their own people at the top so they could fix everything before Donald Trump was in power. And he boasted and the audience laughed. I was so shocked, not only by his claim so openly, it was obviously a very open forum with I think more than 1,000 audience in, in the big venue. Uh, was, what, what surprised me was when he t- boasted about this, all the audience members clapped, laughed, laughed, and they seemed to so enjoy themselves to know the fact that we have our pumpies in the United States, we can uh, control them. And he even mentioned uh, Biden's son. He said, uh, Donald Trump has, uh, Biden's son has been said by Donald Trump to have uh, global foundations. Who helped him uh, build those global foundations? And then the audience all laughed. Seems that everybody in that audience knows very well who helped Biden's son to set up those global foundations. So he did not have to mention his name. And then everybody laughed. And then he, he continued to say there are a lot of deals inside it, right? He said this to, uh, to make a point. His point is why we are opening up our financial sector now, which we promised to open up when we joined the WTO 20 years ago, but we didn't do that. Now why we should do that? Because Biden is in power. He will be good to China. We need to show some kind of goodwill. So I was so surprised all this was openly discussed and talked about in China while in America. Any, you know, news about Biden's corruption, about his family's corruption and about the election fraud was so heavily censored. And if he said the same thing in the U.S., nobody would know what he's talking about. So I was very, very shocked by this very, very short video clip. So I contacted the person who shared that link. I, I tried to find out who this guy was and, and what kind of circumstances, when and where uh, did he make such a speech? Because, you know, I was once a journalist. I do my due diligence to find out all the story. So uh, actually, before he replied to me, I managed to find uh, another longer version. I think it's about 40 minutes of him, of him speak, of his speaking. But the, the, the little piece of his, uh, when I first watched in that shorter piece, was cut off. The, the guy actually himself ha- also has a YouTube video. He also uploaded a shorter version, a version of his own speech with the most important part cut off. So I contacted that Chinese guy who first uh, posted that link. I said, could you, uh, but that link was already taken off. It was lucky that he could, uh, he was able to find a, uh, Another a, a, a video from a Telegram platform somewhere. Anyhow, anyway, he got hold of that video. He sent it to me. I download uh, the longer version from Di Dongsheng's own YouTube channel. I compare these two, and I found where that shorter piece got got cut off. So I put it back. So it became now the whole thing. Everybody's saying twenty fourteen. Uh, 18 minutes thing. So I, I transcribed them into Chinese and then I translated into English and put the subtitle on. And I think this video is so important for every American to watch. So that's why I spent so much effort and time to do English version of it. And unfortunately, well, you weren't the only today, person that I was going to say you aren't the only person that thought it was important that Americans see it because it immediately rose to the attention of someone that I watch regularly, Tucker Carlson, obviously a Fox TV host, described the video as proof of the ties between the U.S. political elite, specifically in this case, uh, the Biden family and the Chinese Communist Party. And he said that uh, this professor had confirmed 
Hunter Biden's ties to Beijing in this speech. Tell us a little bit, because I'm not familiar at all with the landscape of China. This particular professor, this particular university, where does this university stand in the hierarchy of Chinese universities? Is this an influential university? Is this professor of, I think, economics uh, in international relations? Um, is he an influential professor? Or are these consequential institutions in China? Oh, this is one of the top universities in China, and it's in Beijing and very close to where I uh, study. I, w- I graduated from Beijing University. So this university is also in Beijing, and it's known for training CCP high-ranking officials. And this guy is the vice dean of the you know, International Relations uh, School Studies of Renmin University. So, you know, there are top three universities in China. Tsinghua University is known for its science, uh, you know, uh, majors. And Peking University or Beijing University is good at literature and arts. And Renmin University is good at training CCP officials. That, that's a fact everybody knows about. Mm. And, uh, you know, after the video was released and everybody's doing a lot of research of their own, by the way, uh, what Tucker Carson used in his show was translated by me, and he confirmed yes. the translation was correct. So, you know, in the bio page of this guy, Di Dongsheng at Renmin University, uh, it was highlighted in red that before Xi Jinping's visit to United States in 2015, that little story he told, he, he talked about where they uh, hold a book launch for for uh, Xi Jinping. So on his bio page in the Min University, there was a highlighted in red paragraph saying he was appointed as the one who uh, who should be promoting Xi Jinping's book in the United States by the propaganda department of the Central Party of China and the Information Office of State Council. I got that page, you know, screenshot of that page I posted on Twitter and Facebook. And now that paragraph was taken off from his, uh, from the Ming University's uh, page. Because it's evidence. It's everything can be cross-checked and then all story matched. I also found an old uh, report from the People's Daily that's also the CCP's most uh, important mouthpiece media uh, reporting about that book launch and has a photo of this guy, Di Dongsheng, in that event uh, as a guest speaker and the, I think, vice director of the information office giving a speech. So so everything can be matched. So what he said is totally uh, correct. And then they are now trying to delete all the record. You know, it's amazing, wow. that, it's amazing that for someone in that position and understanding politics, that he, and I don't know whether it's that he just wanted to brag, he wanted to make show how smart he was, but for him to say those things publicly when he knew he was being, you know, he said a thousand people in the audience, he knew he was, and he acknowledged it, you know, I, you know, this, the, the, you know I can only say so much here. So he knew he was being videoed. And still go and still go ahead and 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 say those things and you know your translation. We have our old friends who are at the top of America's core inner circle of power. That um, how since the 1970s, they, China has used Wall Street and its influence on the government to fix things. But then you, he says Wall Street can't fix Trump. Hence the problem when they had with the during the trade war that their Chinese friends on Wall Street tried to tried to help intervene for China, but they couldn't do anything with uh, with, with Donald Trump. And you know, I, I you know I guess on a, maybe on a personal level, I I hope he's still alive. I hope he still you know hasn't taken your place in the Chinese labor camp for screwing up like this. Uh, I actually uh, saw a tweet, I think, from someone inside China 
now they, you know, the CCP heads are at a loss about what to do with this guy. On the one hand, if they don't punish him, he, he, you know, he did enough damage to the CCP. But on the other hand, if they punish him, uh, that will further confirm that what he said is true. So the CCP is, is punishing him. So they are at a loss of what to do with him. But I think uh, they are taking down his stuff. They are trying to um, make it uh, low key. I also want to talk about why he openly boasted. I think because uh, all the Chinese. Jennifer? Yes. A little past time. Can, can we t- let's, let's take our break, commercial break now, and then okay. when we come back, you can continue with, uh, with your remarks. So let's hear from Ed Hoffman of Summit Funding, the place to go for your real estate lending needs, both residential and commercial. Back after this. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman with Summit Funding and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, right here on AM590 The Answer. By now, I'm sure you've all been hearing about the fact that mortgage rates have dropped a whole percentage point in the last 12 months. So what does that mean to you? Well, if you own a home, it means we can possibly, one, reduce your payment, two, pull out cash and pay off other bills, and then further reduce your payment, or three, we can possibly reduce the term of your loan and get your home paid off years earlier than you planned. If you're over 62 considering a reverse mortgage, the lower the interest rates are, the more money you get on a reverse mortgage. And if you haven't even inquired about a reverse, you owe it to yourself to investigate this tremendous financing option. So if you're thinking about any of these, the time to act is now. For more information, call me at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. One last time, 855-640-2020. Or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Summit Funding logo. Ed Hoffman, NMLS ID number 9291, Welcome back to the Unite Inland Empire radio show, the show for the most important political office, that of private citizen. We have with us today a returning guest, Jennifer Chang. She's a uh, was born and raised in China, uh, was living the life of an aspiring Chinese Communist Party member when she stumbled into a spiritual practice that was forbidden by the Chinese government and ended up serving in a China, uh, spending several uh, years of her life in a Chinese labor camp, eventually uh, joined us here in America, fortunately for both of us, because featured this week on Tucker Carlson's TV show was a video of a professor from a university that if you heard the first half of our show, we learned that this is a very elite university in China, acknowledging that the relationship that the Chinese government has with uh, the uh, influential members of Wall Street and our political class include the Bidens. He specifically named the Bidens. And that's very uncharacteristic for someone in China to be so transparent. And when we took our break, Jennifer was about to comment on the the position that this professor's remarks has now put the Chinese government in. And as Greg mentioned, usually people that do this get disappeared or wind up in uh, taking uh, people's place in Chinese labor camps. But Tell us a little bit about what position this has put the Chinese government in, who typically would rather not have this kind of transparency exist about their influence operations inside America. Uh, I think, just as I said, they are at a loss of what to do. They if they punish this guy, it will further confirm that what he said is true. Now I think they are trying to hire some people to downplay uh, his speech, only say, oh, he's just uh, makes, make some useless uh, boasting. It's just his personal uh, style of talking that doesn't mean much. And I think mm. that's their uh, tactic now. But why he, he feels so safe to talk about it, I think it's because he made that speech on 1128th. Be- because all the media and all the social media announced that Biden 
has won this election, and he, he, he is the president-elect. So they are so, I think, confident, or you can say arrogant, that nobody would be able to challenge Biden's position if he is in power and Trump is gone. They, they, they are, they, they've already started talking about, you know, uh, maybe get rid of, uh, they have a list of Trump supporters, they have a list, they were punished, whoever have supported Trump. So they feel now the world is ours again. So who, who would bother if I brand a little bit about it. That, I think that's why YouTube has gone so far as to delete my, my video today because I think this time they felt so desperate and they felt this is wow. their last struggle, last chance. So no matter what, they have to win this battle. If they can't, it could mean they were got caught, they were got punished, they were got, you know, sent to the justice. That's, I think now, before maybe initially they would like to pretend we are having freedom of speech, we do this and we do that, they were fine excuse. Now I think they are gone all out, you know, just, uh, they don't bother anymore to find any excuse, they just outright censor you because this video is too dangerous to them you found some other videos from this from the same guy and one that I, one that i saw was back from 2019 um we didn't find it earlier would have made a great campaign commercial for for donald trump in which um didong shang is explaining how the deep state the intelligence agencies defense department and uh, and others Really, they, they really run the U.S. government since World War II. They think they run the world's they, the government since World War II, and they're not going to want any any just mere elected people just to get in the way. Until until as D- Dong Shang said in 2016, democracy reared its head again, and the people elected somebody else. Yes, that that one I just uh, did uh, released uh, yesterday. I because after I released that, I tried to search more of his video and what he said. I did a, Yes, he is quite a figure. He uh, cooperate with this grand studio and created a lot. He was featured and one of the main think uh, thinkers. For, for the CCP, he's the, he's the brain. So he talked about U.S.-China uh, strategic uh, uh, relations a lot. So, of yes, in this video, he specifically talked about how the deep state and the invisible government are the real rulers of this empire of U.S. He said uh, his own words, there's no U.S., there's nobody is called U.S., it's only interest groups. So I think... That's the ideology of the of a CCP official. In their eyes, everything is spirit. They don't know that America has its has a spirit, has some uh, you know our founding fathers set us so set us a constitution, and there are so many values in the, the Declaration of Independence and the, all the rights given to us by God. He doesn't know about this at all. So in his eyes, everything is, is just different interest group. But he did talk, he, he knew some of these people in the deep state and how those people try to fight uh, against Trump and how they they want to, you know, laugh at him, make things very difficult to him. So he openly admitted that because he wants to show he know affairs inside the United States. So quite of his, I think, remarks were, were correct. So that's why I, I make the trouble to translate them into English. And, and so you as well, Mr. Dead, and I, I think and we'll, we'll go into the second half of our show is I think that the massive election fraud, the lining up of the ent- every center of American power against Donald Trump is explained by the things that Didong Sheng uh, said in his videos. But I want to let people know how they can see more of your work and um, uh, get, and and your videos, your written work as, as well. And 
you're all over the place and you've taken my, my advice, not just to you, but to others is to diversify. Don't just rely on the big dem tech platforms. So you're on YouTube still and on the Jennifer Zhang, Z-E-N-G, and also under Inconvenient Truth, but you're on Facebook, you're on Gab, one of my, my favorite alternative social media platform on Parler, another one called MeWe. You have your website, Jennifer Zhang blog. Dot com and those are all places that uh, they can um, see your uh, see your work and, and that's spelled right. and by the way I just want to make sure people know it's spelled Jennifer X E N G dot com in case you you're not aware I think it's Z all the all the all the URLs I'm seeing is always with a sorry Z. Z yes you're right that's I did that just to confuse everybody. <laughs> Please stay tuned to this very special edition of the Unite IE Radio Show here on AM590, The Answer. Hi, everyone. This is Ed Hoffman with Summit Funding and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, right here on AM590, The Answer. For those of you that are 62 or older and haven't taken the time to inquire into a reverse mortgage, here are some great reasons to consider one. One, you don't have to make monthly mortgage payments unless you want to. Two, a reverse mortgage can supplement your retirement income and allow your retirement savings to last longer, which will save you money on taxes or possibly allow you to delay taking Social Security benefits, which will increase your benefit when you do. Three, when you finally pass on, your kids inherit the home and the equity in it, along with the money that has accumulated in your bank account from not having to make monthly mortgage payments. Four, no prepayment penalty if you decide to sell the home or refinance out of it. And the biggest reason, it's your equity. Use it when you want it. Interest rates are low, which means more money available, so if you've inquired before and it didn't work, it may work today. Calling to find out more details is free, so call me at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020, or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Summit Funding logo. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. AM590, the answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. Uh, this is Christmas weekend. We hope you're having a wonderful Christmas with your friends and loved ones. We are taking this opportunity to replay two of our best recent segments. We just heard from Jennifer Jung, and now we're going to hear from Jenny Beth Martin, the CEO of Tea Party Patriots, about her work trying to overturn the vote fraud with the Trump legal team in the state of Georgia. She was involved way back in 2009 with that very first, those Tea Party rallies after, um, I forget the guy's name, uh, who did that famous rant on the floor of the uh, Chicago Rick Santilli. Exchange. Santilli. Santilli. And organized that within a, a week or two after that, and the whole movement uh, kicked off from there. And what particularly brings us, bring, led us to invite her back today is her involvement in the uh, Georgia vote fraud matters, Uh, because I I learned recently she has been working with the Trump legal team in Georgia to assemble a massive lawsuit demonstrating how more than enough votes were illegal in that state to flip the state to where it should have been to, to Donald Trump. And she's also involved in the key Senate runoff races in Georgia. And earlier this year was involved in um, the coronavirus matter and trying to bring to light the truth that there was a cheap and effective drug for coronavirus called hydroxychloroquine taken with other drugs uh, can, um, in many cases, arrest the uh, cure the patient early on. Uh, but we can't have any cheap and effective cure for her coronavirus, not when the Dem- Democrat Party's agenda depends on it. So welcome to the show, Jenny Beth, and we'll, we'll let's jump into the vote fraud in Georgia and what you're trying to do about it. 
Well, thank you so much for having me. And I have been named as a litigation consultant in the on the Trump legal team in Georgia. I'm not an attorney. I'm really good, though, at organizing people and just rolling up my sleeves and doing what it takes to get things done. And one of the things I have done is talk to witnesses in Georgia, people who who called in with various incidents um, with issues, either when they went to vote or as poll watchers, designated monitors or public observers of the canvassing of votes. And then I helped turn those statements into affidavits, at, which are, were notarized and over a hundred of those were included in the lawsuit that Donald J. Trump, candidate for president, and David Schaefer, Georgia Republican Party chairman, filed in Georgia. It is the only suit that President Trump has filed in Georgia. You know, it's really too bad that in Georgia we don't have a Republican-controlled legislature, a Republican governor, and a Republican secretary of state that wouldn't would have went on top of all of these vote elections integrity issues from the get-go. It's disappointing that we don't have that or a Republican attorney general or a Republican lieutenant governor. The sad fact is, of course, every single one of those positions that you just named either is run by Republicans or Republicans have the majority in our state legislature. And still, even with that, they have not done the work they needed to do to truly understand the re the evidence that Donald Trump presented in this case when he filed it in Georgia. There were um, tens of thousands of votes that were cast improperly, invalidly, or, or illegally in Georgia, from felons who voted to people who were under the age of 17 when they registered to vote, which would make their voter registration in, ineligible or invalid, and therefore they'd be ineligible to vote. Uh, people who voted in the Georgia election, yet they registered in another state to vote after they had registered in Georgia, which means they are assuming residency in some other state. The list goes on and on. There were people who double voted, not a lot, but still when you're dealing with an election where, where the total is less than 12,000 votes, Every single vote adds up and it matters. Then on top of that, we had 1.3 million absentee ballots cast in the general election. That, that is, I think, six times more than what we have had in previous years for absentee ballots. In previous years, the re rate of rejection for absentee ballots was about an average of 3%. Yet in this general election, with many, many more absentee ballots cast, the rate of rejection was 0.34%. And in raw numbers, there were fewer ballots rejected in the general election this year, even though so many more were cast than in previous years. We think a big problem with that is that the signatures on the outer envelopes of the absentee ballots did not they were not verified as state law requires which requires an absentee ballot application signature match and a signature match with the um, signature on file whether voter registration or motor voter and of course when you separate the envelope from the ballot inside you lose all ability to be able to deal with that ballot if it's proven that that individual uh signature didn't match. So what good does an audit do of the ballots when they've been separated from the envelopes? I want you to address that. But I also think another important point, when the number of votes that separated Donald Trump and Joe Biden is 10,000, everything that you just mentioned means that it's almost within the margin of error of all of those issues that you have 10,000 votes. And we were promised that the individuals that were guilty of voter fraud, voting more than two ballots from 2016, would be prosecuted. They've only brought two of those, and yet we have over a 1,000 now individuals that have been proven to have cast two ballots that actually got through, uh, much less the number of people that actually did vote two ballots. This election was rife with fraud. I guess the thing that I'd love for you to address is, given that background, um, what promise do we have that the Senate election is going to be devoid of any of those issues? 
Okay, so there are several several questions to unpack there. I'm going to go to the fastest thing first. Gregory asked, um, "What what what's the status of the case? The case was filed in Fulton County Superior Court, and it was against the Secretary of State, members of the State Election Board, and boards of election for 15 for 15 counties in Georgia. We have 159 counties, and it is stalled, and the court." Court has not even had a preliminary hearing at this point. The judge that was assigned to it is improperly assigned because it's not a senior judge. And when it's not a senior judge, you can't have a judge who is in the the county where election issues are in question Mm. or within the district. And in this case, it would be the full county. So we're dealing with that, but it's stalled at the moment. And we're having to work that through the court system, which the attorneys have been working on this week. What you said about the absentee ballots being separated from the envelopes, absolutely true. They're separated. We want that to happen. I am completely yep. in favor of a a private ballot and a secret, secret. ballot, so we yep. don't want to violate that. The, the way that the Georgia election code works is that if you can show enough ineligible, Ill, illegal um, votes or people who had problems with voting or irregularities with voting that total more than the margin of victory, regardless of how the people voted or would have voted. If you can show that difference, then the election is invalid in Georgia. And the remedy for that under state law, under normal circumstances, is to redo the election. Um, There are questions exactly how you would handle that for the president. I think the Constitution then would supersede state law. But the fact is, it it would be invalid. And that's what we're trying to prove in court. Um, What how does this impact the um, the runoff. Well, that's you asked, why does it matter about auditing the signatures? The signatures actually matter a great deal for Donald Trump and that election, but they also matter for the runoff. If absentee ballots are going through again for the runoff that should not be be counted because the person is dead or the ballot is invalid for any number of reasons or the signatures don't match, those should never be counted in the first place. They're they're not valid votes. So making sure that we get an audit of the signatures, if we find that there were significant and real problems in the general election, that would call to question what's happening with the runoff as well. And if they had done the audit when we asked weeks and weeks ago, we asked, I think, five different times for this. And only yesterday did they announce for the very first time that they are doing a, a statewide audit. And I think we're pre-recording, so it, they announced that for the very first time on Wednesday of this past week. Um, but the, the statewide audit hasn't even begun yet. So if they'd done it earlier, we'd have a much better sense of what was going to happen going into the runoff. Those ballots began to be separated on Monday for the runoff election. And I think that it would be wise for David Perdue and Kelly Leffler to file suit to try to get an emergency order, a temporary restraining order, not to separate those until mm-hmm. the audit is complete. Whether they can do that or not, I don't know. But it's, in my opinion, as a voter in Georgia, better to do it ahead of tabulating votes than to have to deal yep. with a remedy after the election where you may find that the election was invalid. I, um, I'll be happy to talk about voter enthusiasm too, but I, I talked a lot, so I'll be quiet for a moment. One of the one of the more publicized elements of the of of the election in Georgia was they were one of the four states which are riddled with vote fraud that stopped counting that night. There was this announcement of a water main break, which is a lie, but we do know that they sent home the observers and the media, and then start then pulled out huge cases of ballots to to count them. And so they weren't cheating. Why would they send everybody home and lie that they were stopping counting for the night? Well, I think that this is the important thing to understand about what you just said. Let's talk about the water main break, just so we have the facts so people understand the facts. Early in the morning, around 6.04, they announced that, well, there was apparently a water main break. That's what they said, or at least that's how later in the day it was reported that there was a water main break in Fulton County and a delayed voting and a delayed absentee ballot tabulation. In fact, that had been cleared up by around 8, 8.30 in the morning. It was not a water main break. 
it was not even a busted pipe, but there was some sort of leaking water on the floor where the absentee ballots were from the from apparently a leaky toilet. So there was water on the floor. It did not affect ballots. It happened very early in the morning. Late in the evening, the media was reporting that that is what caused them to need to close early um, and, and make everyone leave. They're they're disputing that now, but the media kind of did that. And it's possible the media just got some of the facts wrong. What we know for certain is that the the Fulton County um, election workers told the public who was observing and they told the media, we're done counting for the night. We are not going to begin counting until tomorrow morning. And so go home. You need to leave. We're closing up. Go home. Then after they did that and after the media left and the public left, they resumed counting. Now, the story goes, since we've been able to show some of the videos and in the suitcases with ballots coming up from under ta- the table, the, the ballots in Georgia are are stored in suitcases or in pelican cases. So that part, it's odd, but it's what, what they do. You know, they're heavy and they've got wheels, so this is a way to, to move ballots around. But um, what we know for certain is that when they sent everyone home and said they were not going to count anymore, they should have stopped counting. And instead, they began again. Now, apparently, the Secretary of State's office is the one who told them to keep counting. And presumably, based on public reports, I don't have a sworn affidavit to this, but based on the way that the Secretary of State's office is talking to the the public right now about it, they knew that the counting had been announced that it was going to quit, and they told them to restart anyway. Mm. So they knew they gave notice to the public that they were stopping, and then they came in and told them to count anyway. And that makes me wonder if not only did the Fulton County Board of Elections do something wrong and possibly violated state law, but it makes me question whether the Secretary of State's office Either, either on purpose, I don't, I can't say that it was on purpose. I think inadvertently contributed to that violation of state law. And telling people to leave and then continuing to count, there's even a news report from one of the local news stations that, that said that that would have been illegal. We need to take a break here. Our sponsor actually likes to have his commercials played during our radio show. Let's take a break here and hear from our sponsor for this half of Unite IE Radio, All-Star Collision, the place to take your car when you have an accident because they are truly the kings of rock and roll. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. AM590, the answer. Welcome back to the Unite IE Radio Show, the show for the most important political office, that of private citizen. We're very fortunate right now to have Jenny Beth Martin uh, with the Tea Party Patriots with us, who has a on-the-ground perspective of what's unfolding in Georgia. We've just talked about uh, a, a, a quick briefing on all of the irregularities, the fraud, and everything that's unfolded during the presidential election. We're turning our attention now to the Georgia runoff races, the Senate races, two very very important races where over $500 million has been injected into these races. And a a very important part of this race that's going to be of these Senate races that we're going to hold a special election for on January the 5th is what is the voter enthusiasm on the ground? Jenny Beth Martin alluded to that. And what can we do out here in California to support that effort. Um, tell us a little bit about where the folks sit right now in Georgia. I know Lynn Wood, an attorney, said, uh, don't bother going and voting. Uh, horrible, horrible advice in, a, in an election that could swing the balance of power for the future of America. How are the folks in Georgia reacting to the national focus right now? 
Okay, so Lynn, Lynn would just so we can understand this, he's done some good things with filing sure. suit and bringing bringing Absolutely. shining light on some of the issues with voters in Georgia. He in his lawsuit when he had a preliminary hearing, he actually said he did not vote in the primary. He only voted in the general election. Mm-hmm. And there's reporting that he votes Democrat or has voted Democrat. So he's not um, maybe as committed to making sure that there is a majority in the Senate that can block um, a Biden presidency should Biden become the president or that can help the Trump presidency should Trump become president. And so I, I think that his motivation is different than most of the voters in Georgia. I think voters who voted for Trump understand that in order to protect the Trump legacy, the Republicans do need to maintain control in the United States Senate. I haven't been talking to people who say they're not going to vote. I've been talking to people who who are very, very concerned about whether whether the the election will be secure. And mm-hmm. even though they question that, they still understand that if they don't vote, that is one way to guarantee we don't win. At least if they vote and they know that people like me and others are working to keep the election secure, that that we have a fighting shot. So the enthusiasm is there. You know, it's Christmas time. I don't really want to see ads for politics in the middle of Christmas time, <laughs> but it is what it is. We've got to just plow right. through it. Too much is at stake. You know, oh, part- go ahead, Gregory. The Republicans. It, it's always, it's always the, the rank and file is always suspicious of the Republican establishment. So you have Mitch McConnell earlier this week congratulating Kamala Harris and Joe Biden. No mention of the clear, obvious, massive, in-our-faces vote fraud. Um, you had one of the candidates, Sonny, uh, David Perdue himself, was on an interview, and he was almost giddy about the prospect of making deals with a president, with a President Biden, so I mean, to some these guys are just you know they're, ta- they're talking amnesty. They're, they just passed a bill in the Senate to allow massive increase in foreign white collar and tech workers. I mean, in a sense, like I said at the outset, they're almost doing trying everything they possibly can, the Republican leadership, to demotivate their base. I understand that concern. Um, I have talked to David Perdue. I've I've known him for for six years now, and I I can tell you he is a huge supporter of President Trump. I don't. I saw that interview. Maybe he just. He, David Perdue used to run a Fortune 100 company or a Fortune 500 company, and I think kind of like Trump, he's not the best sometimes on live interviews you know he's not that polished politician who's been practicing for years and years and years and right. i think he just kind of fell into something there without even realizing what he was doing i'm giving him the benefit of the doubt on that one um he he is very concerned about the election being secure and i think it's very important for him and for kelly leffler to get reelected. um as far as Mitch McConnell goes, my thinking on that is that that Leader McConnell has not actually read the cases that the president has filed in Georgia and Nevada and some of the other places, along with the case that uh, members of Congress and state legislators have filed in Pennsylvania challenging the constitutionality of of the the state constitutionality of the the mail in balloting that just happened in Pennsylvania. I would urge him to do that. I think he needs to do that. And I think that he needs to remember he took an oath to the Constitution and the Constitution's deadline is not last week or this past Monday. It is not next week. It is not even on January 6th. It actually is is later in January when we have to swear in the president. And there is still more time. Now, do I think that this is going to be easy if I had to place a bet on it would I, I don't even gamble, but I, I think the odds are against us and against the president right now. That doesn't mean it's not worth fighting for. It doesn't right. mean that the president has quit. And I think Mitch McConnell owes it to the voters in these states where we think our election was stolen from us to to just step back and not say anything until the court 
in these cases work their way through the court. And then he, you, you know, maybe we lose, maybe we actually are wrong and our evidence won't hold up, but we at least need a, a, our day in court. Whatever the judges do, we're not wrong. The evidence is overwhelming. But in our in our little remaining time here, I know the Tea Party Patriots were very active in the last election. Um, I probably sent out I sent out thousands of text messages myself and a whole bunch of hand addressed letters. Tell us what the, the Tea Party Patriots is doing for the Senate runoffs and how people can from California can make a difference there. Um, so go to TeaPartyPatriots.org, TeaPartyPatriots.org. There'll be a banner at the top that says something like Save America, Secure the the Senate, you can click on that banner. And from there, we'll have um, action items for you, including being able to text message from home and also to send letters to to individual voters in Georgia before the before the election. So you you can hand address letters and get those to them just as a personal contact. It's very important. The last election for the president came down to fewer than 12,000 votes. So anything and everything people around the country can do to help send text messages, write letters, and make phone calls will will make a difference on January 5th. And these yeah, <clears throat> Democrats the are running. Number of votes that are out there. That's so important. Yeah, the the Democrats are running. They are working hard. They are on on the ground in Georgia now, even though they were not on the ground for Hunter Biden. They are going door to door for for Warnock and for Ossoff. Warnock applauded Fidel Castro in his church. Ossoff has welcomed the endorsement of, of socialist Bernie Sanders. These are extreme radicals who are not right for Georgia. And we definitely do not want them to become become senators and take our country in a different direction than one that supports liberty and freedom. Jenny, we are out. We are so we are out of time, but we are so grateful for being being on our show and what you're doing for the cause in Georgia and nationally with Tea Party Patriots. Look forward to our next conversation. Again, Merry Christmas to all and stay with us in 2021 as we explore how we can all fulfill the obligations of our most important political office, that of the private citizen. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman with Summit Funding and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, right here on AM590 The Answer. By now, I'm sure you've all been hearing about the fact that mortgage rates have dropped a whole percentage point in the last 12 months. So what does that mean to you? Well, if you own a home, it means we can possibly, one, reduce your payment, two, pull out cash and pay off other bills, and then further reduce your payment, or three, we can possibly reduce the term of your loan and get your home paid off years earlier than you planned. If you're over 62 considering a reverse mortgage, the lower the interest rates are, the more money you get on a reverse mortgage. And if you haven't even inquired about a reverse, you owe it to yourself to investigate this tremendous financing option. So if you're thinking about any of these, the time to act is now. For more information, call me at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. One last time, 855-640-2020. Or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Summit Funding logo. Ed Hoffman, NMLS ID number 9921. AM 590. The answer.